everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TBTPFL. It's Thursday. It is February 10th. It's 2022. We have seven NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I am joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Will, what is happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Uh, having a blast. Another day at the office. Uh, can't wait to to hang out and, and, and talk about this slate. NASCAR is coming. We were just looking at the Millie Maker price structure. It sucks, but I'm still going to fire a couple shots. And uh, we got the Super Bowl this weekend, and I'm probably going to fire a couple shots in a couple of those as well and see how it goes. But, hey, man, living the dream. Yeah, I I mean, for NASCAR, for the Millie Maker, not to get, like, super off track, but I think – What's crazy about it is like I was looking back at like the last three Daytona 500s and they've all had solo ships. I think there's like a good chance someone solo ships a million dollars in NASCAR next next weekend. Um, and like that's crazy to me because it was always like kind of like, you know, something that we had talked about for years. And like now that it's like like realistically happening, it's it, it's just it's crazy. So excited for next week next week is insane for me um i'm at the track I, I pretty much live at the track next week so um it, it's screwing up my disc golf game i could tell you that um my arm's gonna get a nice break for a week so <laughs> um but yeah man we got seven nba games i, I mean the nba this is today is the tread trade deadline um is it two one three something like that um eastern not gonna look it up um so Listen, there's going to be some moves. You're going to have it's 3 p.m. Eastern, so you're going to have to pay attention throughout the day. There's going to be moves. This slate, we're going to break it down, but this slate could seriously change depending on moves. I mean, the Knicks are on this slate. Uh, Brooklyn, there's a lot of talks about them. They're on this slate. Um, is New Orleans done? I mean, that's the second question. Um, you know, so I mean, just kind of pay attention to this slate. You know, I think the safest game, safest game on the slate for trades is probably Milwaukee Phoenix. So, oh yeah, they're, they're not moving anybody. I think they're both pretty happy. Um, I watched that Bucks Lakers game the other night, and oh. um, the Bucks just look good, man. They just look good, and 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 really, uh, Brooke Lopez is not bad. If he comes back, I don't think he can sit Bobby Porras. I wouldn't. I if, mean, if I'm they can sit staff, Greg Monroe. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I, I just mean in terms of starting. Like, yeah. if I'm that coaching staff, Lopez cannot come back and start. Like, that group has been playing yeah. really well. Like, you don't want to mess that up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Let's jump into this slate. We get started here. Memphis at Detroit, 225 total. Memphis, nine and a half point favorites, 10 and a half some places already. Uh, looking at the Memphis side, Dylan Brooks is out. And then on the Detroit side, Kate Cunningham is questionable. Josh Jackson is questionable. Um, Isaiah Livers is out. So let's start here with Memphis. Um, I mean, seven game slate, really, this is like sweet spot slate. Uh, you know, I say it all the time. This is a sweet spot slate. You know, Memphis just absolutely rolled L.A. the other night. 
John Morant was just going to absolutely crush if that game stayed close. Um, his usage is just incredibly high right now. If you think this game has any chance of staying close, I think John Morant is definitely on the list. I'm with you. Um, look, man, we've, we've been talking about John. I know I talked about this on a previous pod, but just distinctly remembering job being in the, in the mid seven K's last season, you know, when he was dealing with that injury and just couldn't put it together, man, uh, can, you know, can, can they give us a, uh, a throwback day just once a year where we get to choose our own salary from last year that, that we, we liked, uh, it, def- it definitely would be that one. I think uh, John Morant around 72, 7,100. Um, I mean, he's been a man on a mission. He's been playing really well. Uh, somebody that's sneakily been playing well is Steven Adams. Uh, now every game, he's not going to put up 35 fantasy points, but you know, some of these games where he, he dials up the steals and blocks, cause I mean, he's getting double digit, digit rebounds most games, um, you know, for a guy that can get you 12 to, 13 rebounds, you know, some of these games and then, then put up eight or nine points. You know, if he can squeeze in uh, a few assists and, and a couple blocks I and mean, he's there, uh, I don't hate the price on him, but, you know, he's he's kind of a low floor, mid ceiling play, but at 5,300, I don't, I think it's, it, you know, against Detroit, I don't mind, you know, rolling the dice on him a little bit. Um, on the Detroit side, I mean, if Cunningham plays, I don't mind him at 7,800. I think that, I mean, they're going to kind of need him for this game to stay close. But uh, if Cunningham sits, I think like your ceiling guys are probably Bay and Grant. Grant has not been playing well recently. Um, I mean, I would be shocked if Grant is on this team when this game starts. But you never know. Um, I mean, Isaiah Stewart is someone I don't mind at 5,400. His minutes have been really consistent here recently, uh, even in kind of like blowout games. So I think Isaiah Stewart might be my favorite play. Um, Diallo's 48. I mean, I don't mind either one of those guys. Well, I mean, if you think Grant may not be on this team when it starts, then Trey Lyles is probably Trey Lyles. Blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, he, he should be, he should be, you know, ready to roll. And uh, that would probably also open it up a little bit for Hamadou Diallo, who's been playing in the mid twenties. Um, I think these are the guys you kind of have to look at. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's the way it goes. I, I would be interested in uh, Hamadou Diallo and Trey Lyles. If for some reason Grant's not there and K doesn't play. All right, uh, Brooklyn at Washington is where we go next. 221.5 total here. Washington, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. On the Brooklyn side of things, um, LaMarcus Aldridge is out. Claxton is questionable. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Joe Harris, Paul Millsap out. Bradley Beal and Daniel Gafford out for Washington. I mean, no Harden, no Durant. Kyrie's under 12K, you know, Seven game slate, Kyrie probably one of the top, if not the top, plays on the slate. Yeah, man, especially if he's going to play big minutes because he should put up the points. Um, this is a great spot for Kyrie. I, I definitely think it's worth the price. Uh, I actually like Patty Mills now at 5k because this, this is going to open it up for him as well. 
Uh, you just couldn't play those guys the other night against, you know, a, a, a team where they were just too much inferior, right? I mean, get out the 28-2 to two lead in the NBA is in, incredible, really. Uh, and so they, they were no match for Boston. But with Kyrie back in the fold and this is going to help Mills, it's going to help these other guys, uh, you know. So I, I, I like Kyrie. I like Mills. Uh, I actually, if Claxton is out, I probably – I'm a little bit interested in Blake Griffin here at 4,400. It's going to feel yucky, but I think if the game is close, the minutes will be back up. He's a guy that can put up 30 in this spot. Um, at 4,400, I think it's just fine. Um, so the other night, when was it Tuesday? They played Boston. Um, someone in, I was doing a Grinders Live show with Dean and Grant, and someone asked, excuse me about david duke jr and mm-hmm. i was like there's no way this guy gets minutes but 28 minutes <laughs> like i mean Kyrie was out do we think he gets minutes again like i don't i don't know what to think like he played more minutes uh, and again the game wasn't close but he played more minutes than like bembry he had more usage than like bruce brown um I mean, I love Kyrie. Don't mind James Johnson, but on a large field tournament, should we maybe take a shot here at David Duke Jr. or Javon Carter? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just I think weird asking the question. <laughs> if, you're, if you're playing for the blowout, then probably so. I mean, Javon Carter played 31 minutes the other night because of that blowout and put up 34 points. Uh, David Duke, 28 minutes. I mean, I don't think it's worth it to play them this time because I'm not expecting them to get blown out how they were. You know, Cam Thomas came in again and shot, took 17 shots in 28 minutes. I mean, I don't think he can do it with Kyrie playing. I think that's kind of where I'm at as well. Um I'll probably just take shots on Kyrie and Cameron Thomas and maybe James Johnson. And on the Washington side, I think this is a great spot for Kyle Kuzma. I mean, yeah, he's been disappointing here recently, but I think this is like the spot for Kuzma and Dinwiddie to kind of get rolling here. Um, I mean, that's really it. You know, I want to just point out that Hachimura has played 24 and 27 minutes in the last two games. If he's going to get 27 minutes at 3,400 against Brooklyn, I think he has to be in the player pool. Yeah, I mean, I like that call. And I'm with you on Kuzma. Um, What I don't like, Stevie, is, well, here's the thing. The past two games, he's played 24 and 27 minutes. The problem is they've got blown out. They weren't even that's not going to happen. Blowouts. Yeah, yeah, th- that's not going to happen this game. Uh, this game should be close. Kyle Kuzma should be able to dial up the fantasy points. Seventy four hundred, sign me up. Yeah, I mean, look at the difference in the the games, right? Like, yeah, we're getting like Memphis or Miami, Phoenix, and, and all right, now we're getting a Brooklyn matchup. Like, yeah. So I, I like Kuzma. I think it's a great bounce back spot for him. Miami at New Orleans, two twelve total here. Miami 
only a four-point favorite in this one on the Miami side of things. I mean, Markeith Morris and Old Depot are out. And then for the Pelicans, Hernan Gomez, Nance Jr., and Zion are out. Uh, starting here with Miami, I mean, the the big three, in quotation marks, for Miami, Butler, Bam, Lowry, all expected to play. I mean, I could definitely see taking some shots here. Maybe I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with Miami here, Will. Yeah. Um, you think Miami is a place where Jeremy Grant could go and hang out? Uh, I, Wouldn't I, shock I me. That'd be good. That'd be a good spot for him. Wouldn't it sneaky good, right? Because yeah. he didn't have to, like, carry the load. He's just got to go out there and play. It'd be like him being in Denver, where he's kind of like – above average role player that if you need him in a game, like he can go out and get you 20, you know, um, at any rate uh, in this game I, against the Pelicans, especially with, with CJ there, that should improve their offensive game. Some, I, I want to go back to Jimmy Butler. He's 9,300. Um, didn't have to do much against Washington. You know, in a game where I think I think the Pelicans will be able to score at home at 9,300, I, I, I think this is a spot Jimmy can get, hit that 55-60 ceiling. So I like him here as long as they're going to give him the minutes. And that's pretty much it. Like Kyle Lowry has proven that, you know, maybe he's still kind of trying to shake the cobwebs off a little bit. And so I think I'm going to take a wait and see with him you know, until we see a little upside. And by then, it may be too late. He'll probably be, you know, pricing the 7,500 range. And I'm, I may just have to miss out on Lowry. But at 6,700, I just don't think it's worth it to include him in the pool. Yeah, I don't think he breaks the slate. I think, like, Tyler Hero would have more of, like, a ceiling to break the slate than Kyle Lowry, for what it's worth. Um, I mean, the Pelican side here... Brandon Ingram, such a bad taste in our mouth the other night. And it just uh, were the assist games against Houston and Denver outliers because, like, he didn't have a bad game. He shot 11 for 17, which is almost 65%. He shot his normal amount of threes, didn't go to the line as much as he has been recently, got three blocks, had a really solid game but i mean we all wanted more he, he was one of the top plays on the slate for a lot of us yeah absolutely i mean i think everyone i and i do mean everyone was probably expecting bi to just let's say 30 points four or five rebounds what at least seven or eight assists stevie and it just it did not materialize. He put up the quintessential old-school Brandon Ingram-type game, scores 25-plus real points, and doesn't do much else. And that's not what we were looking for. And against Miami at 9,200, uh, heavens no, won't be investing in him at that price. Uh, JV's down to 7,700, but his minutes have been low, you know, 20s here and that, that's partially been because of blowout as well but I, I just against a Miami team that's been 
fairly stout defensively over the course of the whole season, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I just – I mean, I don't really love New Orleans here. I don't love uh, – the line in this game is kind of weird to me. Like, I get the games in New Orleans, but I would kind of I, – I kind of like Miami minus four, <laughs> even in New Orleans. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Herb Jones has been playing solid minutes. He's 5,300. They kind of need his size a little bit in this game. So, maybe I don't hate taking a shot on him or <sighs> – uh, Devontae Graham, Devontae Graham has just like done nothing um, here with the Pelicans. So, I, I mean, outside of like large field tournaments, taking a shot on like Valanciunas or Brandon Ingram or like a, or like a, a Herb Jones or a Jackson Hayes, like I just know no real interest in like any of these guys being core plays unless some trades happen. Toronto at Houston, two twenty-three and a half total here. Toronto is six and a half point favorite. They are on the second end of a back-to-back, so we'll be waiting on any news that comes out of that. Eric Gordon is questionable on the Houston side of things. Outside of that, they're pretty healthy. Uh, assuming that Toronto plays their plays their guys in this game, um, I mean they kind of cruised against the Thunder yesterday on Wednesday. And, you know, we didn't uh, – they still played their guys big minutes, which is crazy They didn't break a me. sweat. Like, they, they didn't break a sweat playing LKC. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we see normal minutes here. And the core players, Siakam, Van Vliet, OG, Trent, Barnes, they're all going to play over 30 minutes. They're probably all going to play close to 35 to 40 minutes in every game, and it's Houston. So, I mean, I love the the ceiling. Uh, Gary Trent, uh, you know, I think he's going to eventually start hitting shots again. Um, Siakam, he has the ceiling to break the slate. Like, it's a great matchup here against Houston. And, you know, on the, you know, yeah, just, it looks like a great spot. Yeah, for sure. I think Siakam's kind of been, you know, the guy I've been planting my flag with here because the upside over the past few weeks, Stevie, has been incredible. Uh, not only has he been scoring, you know, 20 plus points most nights and every night he's not scoring 28, some nights it's 21, 22, but the peripherals, man, I mean, eight to 12 rebounds, most games, you know, four to seven assists, most games. Like it's been, it's, it's been really refreshing to see him play really well. And so, uh, and I think it's partially because of his, semi-position change, right? Like he's kind of going from being like a 3-4 to they're just playing him at the 5. And I think that's helping helping his rebounding, helping him to be able to get out and have, you know, a few more mismatches maybe throughout the games. And uh, so I, I, I like Siakam, even at 9,800. Uh, I don't hate it. And, and he's really the main guy. Like I don't hate Van Vliet, but 8,800 I still think is is – a little bit too expensive. Like I, I feel like Van Vliet should be more like 7,800. Um, and, and that way he still keeps the upside. Uh, don't hate Trent at 65, but I still think that's a little pricey. And then, you know, Scotty Barnes, he's 7K. And I, I think that's a little pricey for Scotty Barnes. It's, you know, it's right at, you know, pretty much where his ceiling has been now that this team is fully healthy. And so the, fully healthy, I feel like the only – 
real upside play to me consistently is Siakam. Yes, uh, you know, Van Vliet's going to have upside and OG's going to have upside some nights when the defensive stats are there. But overall, uh, Siakam is my guy. So, I just, yeah, I mean, I think Siakam is my guy too. And I will say this, I, I just saw something pop up that said Grant might end up in Portland. Which is, I think, very interesting. Could you imagine Lillard, Grant, and um, Sabonis? That's solid. Anyway, I mean, uh, seriously. Um, yeah. If he, uh, I mean, if he gets there and they can play well, I mean, they're not going to do much this season. But if everybody can get healthy. He he probably would be a really good fit there. All right, the Houston side of this game. I mean, this is another team that you know, could potentially move some players. So we'll have to see. Um, let's talk Houston here. What are your thoughts on the Rockets? I mean, this should be a game where they, they're going to score some points, but they won't be able to hang around the whole game. That's kind of my thought process. Like maybe the first, you know, two and a half quarters, right? They're able to kind of hang around a little bit in that seven to 10 range. And I think at some point in the third quarter, you know, uh, Toronto's able to pull away unless for whatever reason, they're just a little tired from playing tonight. Uh, at any rate, Kevin Porter Jr. is 6K. Uh, I like that price on him. I mean, he put up 40. We saw a little bit of ceiling the other night, but he, he put up 40 because, I mean, he was 7 of 12 from the three-point line. Uh, it's 27 real points, and, and that's what you're going to get with him from time to time. Hopefully, Stevie, hopefully Eric Gordon will please just sit again. We don't have any reason for you to play, Eric Gordon. Just sit out, Guess and guess who we get to play, Stevie? We get to plug in Jay Sean Tate at 5,200. You know, he put up 30 the other night pretty much. And Stevie, that's because he was in foul trouble. Foul trouble held him back some. Had he not had foul trouble, he would have been put up a lot more than that. Uh, nine points, nine rebounds, three assists, three steals. And those are the kind of stat lines we're going to get from him. So I, I like Jay Sean Tate at 5,200. Um, I think he's kind of a do-it-all guy. We'll need him to do it all in this matchup. Christian Wood is 8K, and that feels a little cheap. Um, but with Sengun playing, I feel like Sengun kind of has his upside cap just a tad. So I mainly it's just uh, Jay Sean Tate for me and uh, and Kevin Porter Jr. All right, we got the Clippers at Dallas taking on the Mavs. Uh, Two fourteen and a half total here. Dallas five and a half point favorites. On the Clippers side, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard out, and then on the Dallas side. Sterling Brown, questionable. Hardaway Jr. and Porzingis out. Uh, starting here with the Clippers. I mean, Norman Powell, 6,800. Just didn't get any run in the fourth quarter the other night with the Memphis blowout game. I think in a close game, I still think he's the guy. Um, I know, you know, you were kind of beating the horn about it the other day in um, the prop shop over on Discord. Uh, make sure you, you know, make sure you're paying attention to that all the time. But, you know, Reggie Jackson, if he comes in, oh, wasn't it like 28 and a half or something? 28 and a half fantasy. I said, there's no way. 
Yeah. And I mean, I would definitely pound the under again if that happens. So uh, what are your thoughts, you know, looking at the Clippers here? Yeah, I mean, they're playing Dallas. I'm not expecting them to hang around. Not expecting them to hang around. I kind of view this game the same way I view the Toronto um, uh, Houston game. Perhaps the Clippers can hang around for a little bit, you know, but at some point I think Dallas is going to pull away. Like they're, they're the better team, even without uh, Porzingis right now, especially in terms of defense. So um, I really, in terms of the Clippers, I feel like they're all going to eat into each other. And even, even still, Steve, I mean, in 23 minutes, Norman Powell, 16, two and two, two blocks and a steal. Um, man, if he happens to hit 30 minutes, Steve, you're 30, 32 minutes, he's going for 40. And that, that, that's the thing. Like, I feel like he's a tournament play. I don't want to play him, um, in like my single entry or three entry max even, but if I'm running 150, I don't mind Norman Powell. Uh, but, but that's about it. I mean, we look, you know, let me see Reggie Jackson played. Well, Reggie played 24 minutes, but he's still, he's just his upside scat with Norman Powell there. Norman's pretty much going to run this team in terms of shots, him and, uh, and, and Mr. Morris. So I, uh, I'm pretty much out on the Clippers. Yeah. Just, I think Norman Powell is still like the, the like large field tournament play. If the game were to stay competitive, he's probably, getting the run um maybe marcus morris potentially but like we don't know what like that whole look like marcus morris robert covington on the floor and stuff looks like yet so i think i'd be very careful with the clippers here um luca on the other side of this game i mean they were blowing detroit out the other night and they still gave this man fourth quarter minutes. Um, Listen, he's, he's got to keep this, these assist numbers up, Stevie. Yeah, I mean, just absolutely crushing right now. Um, yeah, but outside of him, though, I don't think I love much here. Yeah, and, and I will say this, Stevie. Um, in terms of props tomorrow, like we've already given you two. Reggie Jackson comes in anywhere near 28, take the under. If Luca comes in, Stevie, at nine and a half assists again, I'm just taking the over again. Yeah. Until he gets to like, I think until he gets to 10 and a half. At 10 and a half, I'll probably have, and I know you're probably saying, well, why 10 and a half? Because I think if if he continues to get double digit assists and keeps the streak going, I think they're going to almost kind of let him try to still get 10 a game. You know what I mean? But at at 10 and a half, it might be a little a little bit tough because if he hits 10 and they're up, then maybe they don't worry about it. You know, so just a little FYI, you know, playing a little uh, strategy there in, in the prop game. But, uh, you know, Luca at uh, at 12-4, I mean, he's still in play. I mean, you look the other night, Steve, he put up 65 fantasy points in 33 minutes. Like, he really didn't break a sweat. Nine for 18 seven rebounds, 11 assists, two blocks to steal, and he had five turnovers, still scored 33 points, was 10 of 14 from the line. I, I, like, I like what we're seeing from Luke. Like, this is the upside. Last five games, Stevie, over 70 fantasy points three times. Out of those five, over 64 to five. Like, this is what we want from our stars. 
I think he's one of the best plays on the slate. Yeah, I mean, seven-game slate, too. And, you know, you could – I think – I think how the slate potentially shapes up with some trades and stuff potentially happening and getting some, like, value, I think you there's a good chance you can play Kyrie and Luka together. Yeah. And, I mean, the only, like, downside of that is the Phoenix-Milwaukee game, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but before we do that, we got the Knicks at Golden States. We get into these 10 o'clock games, about an hour and a half gap between the, the games here. No total in this game does not shock me whatsoever. Uh, second end of a back-to-back for Golden State. R.J. Barrett, doubtful. Nerlens Noel, Mitch Rob, both questionable. Derrick Rose, out. Um, Clay sat the first end of a back-to-back, so I'm assuming he plays. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if, like, Porter or Wiggins or somebody sits the second end. They're just kind of – they're trying to stay healthy in Golden State, that's for sure. Um, but the Knicks, I mean, there's been a ton of rumors. Julius Randle is on the block, I feel like. Big contract. Um, do we think he gets moved – and if he does, we're potentially looking at a Knicks team going up against Golden State without Randall, Barrett, Rose, Robinson, like Evan Fournier, Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, Kimba Walker, Taj Gibson, Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. Like that's going to be the lineup that Golden State's going to be looking at here. We could potentially see even more people get ruled out. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to play Obi at least 25 minutes, I think, if that happened. Cam Reddish would probably play 25, 30 minutes as well. Um, we just have to try to piece together the lineup. Um, and I still, I mean, I, I – how many Knicks would too, be too many Knicks? I almost feel like two would be too many. Like, the Knicks are a team I like. Uh, and, and, and they used to be a team I love, Stevie. Just last season, we knew exactly what was going to happen with this team. And now everything's all over the place. Like they had one good season and now it's like they're ready to blow it all up all over again and and hit the rebuild button. It's crazy. So, I mean, if if everything stays the same and all these guys are out, like if Barrett's out and and Noel's out and uh, and Mitch Rob's out, like I don't hate Randall. Um, They are playing Golden State. I get it. But I mean, he's 9,100 and they should be able to, at least fight a little bit. I mean, the other night they played Denver, lost by 17, and he still put up 58 fantasy points, 28, 10, and 6. I'll gladly take 58 fantasy points from a $9,100 Julius Randle. Uh, if he sits, then, like you said, now we got Taj, and Taj played 27 minutes the other night. Uh, how are those old legs still moving around, uh, young man? Oxymoron there. Did it on purpose. But, yeah, the Knicks – if if Randall's out, I don't I don't want to try to figure it out. I think I'd rather just one or two nits uh, and a couple builds. If Randall's in, I think it's business as usual. Warriors, I'm going to say this about the Warriors: everything is going to be dependent about the injury report. If people start getting ruled out, I really like Clay Thompson at 6,500. Um, they upped his minutes limit to 30 minutes the other night. I think that 
if he gets 30 minutes in a game where some of these guys like we know Clay's going to shoot what 12 to 15 times. I don't think he shot under 10 times yet. Um, so I like, I I like clay at 6,500. If we start seeing people kind of get ruled out in this game. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, he's borderline playable if people are in at this point. Yeah. Um, I I mean, he's always in play. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we saw some of the upside in the Sacramento game. CB played 24 minutes, 23.7 assists, five rebounds. Um, you know, had, had another fairly upside game against Minnesota, 23 points in 27 minutes, one block, four assists, five rebounds. Like, Clay, Clay at 30 minutes is a, is a lot different than Clay at 25. Um, and this would be a good matchup for him, especially outside the arc. Uh, the Knicks are still giving up. You know, they're, they're still like top five, I think, in terms of giving up the long ball in the league this season. And you wouldn't know that, but they are. Um, so I, I really like Clay Thompson. I'm with you. Uh, I'm not sure who else would, would sit, like, you know, because we've got this collection of guys that are already out. Um, you know, Otto Porter may sit tomorrow, now that I'm thinking about it. Yep. Uh, he, he's been sitting on back-to-backs, I think. So if he played tonight, he's probably going to sit tomorrow. That should open it up for some of these other peripheral guys, but um, Clay is definitely a guy you want to get involved with tomorrow. I think it's 6,500. I like it. All right, we finish out with the game of the night, Milwaukee at Phoenix. This is a good game. Oh, yeah, 232.5 total. Phoenix is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, both teams pretty healthy. George Hill, Brooke Lopez out, Kaminsky, Cameron Payne, Sarge out. Um, same injuries that they've had here, you know, for a while on both sides. Um, looking at Milwaukee, Giannis is 12K. He is 12K in a game that should be super competitive. Um, he finally got 35 minutes the other night and put up 82 fantasy points. Um, Insane, against, right? Against the Lakers. He shot 17 for 20 against the Lakers the other night. Like, yeah, I mean, Giannis, he's right. Like, he's right up there with Kyrie and Luka. If he's not the best play, he's right there with those three. Yeah, and Stevie, he did hit a couple three-pointers the other night. Had a lot of dunks, too. Uh, they, they made it pretty easy for him. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. Giannis is definitely in play here. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to see where Drew Holiday was going to end up in terms of price. He's 8K. I, I don't think I can do it at 8K, even though he, he's been get, he's been getting in the past two games. Still a little bit too expensive for, for my blood. Um Bobby Portis at 6,800, maybe, uh, especially with him getting third. Like, if you look at his last couple of games, you 51, 44, 39. Like, this is what I want to see. When a guy starts cranking out these type numbers, if he's going to be getting close to 40, I like it. What I like more is the shot attempts and the rebounds, right? All these games, he's getting double-digit shot attempts. You know, that's something I, I really like. And he's taking some shots outside the three-point line, um, which, is, which is helping to boost those numbers. So I, I like him quite a bit here, um, especially in a game where uh, DeAndre Ayton and Jerome McGee should be on the floor playing quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I love Giannis. Outside of that, it's, I mean, Bobby Portis. And it's the same thing I've been saying about Milwaukee. Um, it seems like 
for the whole season. If the game is going to stay close, take shots on those two guys. I don't ever hate taking like Drew or Middleton. It's just their pricing is really appropriate. Like they're they're priced right where they should be. Um, I mean the Phoenix side of this game. Like if I had to put an over under of forty minutes in this game for Paul and Booker, I think we're taking the over for both of them, right? Yeah, and it's crazy because you think about Chris Paul as being, you know, somewhat of an elder statesman, and then you open up his game log and you see out of the last five games, he's played 39, 39, 31, 34, 42 minutes. And a lot of that is because they've had some injuries and campaign is out and stuff like that. So I, I understand that hopefully this is just a limited time thing. Uh, I, I, w- I would be very cautious in terms of trying to burn Chris Paul out at the beginning of the season when they're going to need him for the finals. Or, or not finals, but for championship run. Uh, so uh, I'm with you there. Devin Booker, I feel a little bit better about because he's got those young legs. They're playing Milwaukee. Uh, newsflash, Milwaukee has given up the most threes in the league uh, in terms of attempts. Uh, thank you, Devin Booker's, you know, last five games, eight attempts, 10, six, eight, and eight. He will take advantage of the long ball in this game, I think. Uh, so he's a guy, even at 8,900, if you can get him in, um, I do think he's a little bit too close in price to Kyrie, so maybe you distribute his salary a little bit differently. Uh, but I don't hate it. Uh, he, he can put up 50 in this spot uh, because he is going to have his opportunities. Also on Phoenix, you know, I talked about eight and he's 6,600. Uh, the minutes are – it came back up in that Philly game, played 30 minutes, but only gave us 20 fantasy points at 6,600. 6, is it worth it? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, one extra guy that I'm interested in just from a uh, peripheral perspective, if you look at Jay Crowder, I don't know what's happened here in the past couple of games, but 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 10 points. Uh, and then the other night, no points, 0 for 6, but 14 rebounds, 4 assists, a block, and 2 steals. Uh, if he starts hitting, you know, would have hit some shots, he would have been close to 40. So Jay Crowder at 4,400 might not be bad. Uh, he'll probably be on Giannis some, but I, I like what we're starting to see from him. I mean, I think he he plays 30-plus minutes in this game. Um, And the the hustle stats alone, if he can – I mean, he put up 29, like you said, 29 fantasy points with zero actual points. Um, So, I mean, he's definitely on the board today um, as far as value is concerned because, I mean, he's likely not going anywhere. They really like him in Phoenix, so – all right, morning grind game. We're going to get out of here. Um, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who is the guy that you like that's on the cheaper side today? Mm, let's see, Stevie. Usually. Uh, I feel like it needs to be one of these Knicks guys, uh, especially with RJ sitting. Um, give me. Give me. Mm, give me Alec Burks at 4,800. I like it. I'm going to go James Johnson at 4,200. Um, I was going to say Kaminga and just play the the um, 
Golden State's just going to sit a bunch of people in this game role, but I'll, I'll go with James Johnson. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Let's go with... I think I'm going to go with Steph. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, he's probably my least favorite of those guys, so he'll probably go for 70 fantasy points. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go Julius Randle. And if he does, if he does get traded, then I automatically win. So there you go. There it is. Uh, favorite six X play today. Who do you got? Is it, is it cheating? If I say Kyrie, the only reason why I say that, man, in this spot against Washington, he should go nuclear here. Like we haven't seen Kyrie go for like 40 points all season. I don't think, and I'm not saying he's going for 40, but Feels like he's going for 30 plus. I I I I think it's a really good spot for him. I mean, um, yeah. I think I'm gonna go Giannis. I really I, I get it. I really think uh, and I said this the other night, like I got a lot wrong the other night. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm okay with admitting when I was wrong, but like I did say Giannis is going to have a monster game and put up 80, 80 plus fantasy points. So I got one thing right the other night. Um, last question. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Give me. I don't think that's going to be weird enough. Let's see. Give me Jay Crowder. I like it. You know, I almost picked him for my 7X under 5K guy. I really did. Um, My Let's Get Weird GPP play today is John Morant. No one is going to play John Morant over Kyrie, Giannis, Luka, Siakam. I'm going to go John Morant against Detroit. I like it. Just hope the game stays close because if it does, he's going to crush in this spot. So, Will, tell the people what do you got going on over there in the prop shop? I mean, absolutely crushing it each and every day. Um, talk to me about the prop shop, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, a lot of good things are happening in there. C- CSGO, I-, I know you guys hear us talk about it a lot. I mean, it's back in full effect. I, I took the, the- early part of the day off today and just I just need a brain break but uh CSGO is it's back it's in full and I mean full Stevie effect games are going happening all the time I think we'll have some kicking off at you know 3 a.m tonight or 2 a.m or whatever time we have 3 a.m tonight so I'll probably uh, have some content out for that here within the next hour for the people um and everything's going. We've got tennis. We've got uh, soccer. Call of Duty's this weekend. LOL is back. We're going to have Val on Friday, Valorant. So listen, guys, and I will tell you this, and, and I know I have. When we've had multiple esports going, Stevie, that's when I really cranked up the profits. When, when multiple esports are going because, you know, there's always kind of this one guy of the day that's like, oh, yeah, this is – you know, this is kind of the lock of the day, right? Or the most optimal guy that, that can hit. And you take that and you take your one guy from LOL and you take your 
one guy from Call of Duty or one guy from CSGO and you put it all on black. And lo and behold, at the end of the day, the profits keep coming in. So I just want to put that out there. It's, it's going to get real interesting on Friday when we've got three or four esports going. I know I keep mentioning that, but I mean, it's the moneymaker of the prop shop, man. It, it carries us all day until NBA and NFL and things like that. So come on over. It's really fun. If you don't know what's going on in the esports, don't worry. Just tell and we'll we'll teach you everything you need to know. Yeah, it's a fun sweat, too. Um, I mean, it's really easy to sweat. You can watch it uh, multiple different ways. You can watch just, I mean, if you're working, you can check out HLTV. Um, yeah. If you're not working, you can just tech, check out Twitch. So a lot of fun ways to sweat esports. Um, so, yeah, make sure you're checking out the prop shop. I'm looking at um, the CSGO slate for 3 a.m. already. I'm excited. Um, I know some of these players, so... Um, always going to pop the Boris over. So there you go. That's going to, that's going to wrap it up here. He got there late. Um, He's been insane, man. I mean, when he got rolling in that second map and, um, like they ended up tying at one, one, I instantly went on price book picks and took the over for the third map. It was like 20 and a half. And I was like, Sue's going to smash and he absolutely smashed it. So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, momentum, just like any other thing, momentum. So exactly. All right. That's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.